Ho, 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 and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride. Normally, we are just a fun Disney Parks-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking, but today, and all December long, we are celebrating Podmas, which means special episodes that aren't just about the special rides at Disney Parks. We'll be talking about Disney shows and Disney holiday offerings. It's going to be oh so holly jolly. My name is Adrian the Elf Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host Ryan the Reindeer Bieber. And we are two people who love Disney parks and started this podcast because we know there are lots of other Disney parks fans out there who, like us, aren't all perfect and PG rated. And if that's you, then this is the holiday show for you. Okay, all you kids from 1 to 92, let's find out what merriment we're going to be drinking responsibly this week. On the first day of Podmas, my true love sent to me, happily ever after. It's hard to hit those high notes. Yes, that's right. All month long, we are going to be drinking and rating all the evening offerings you know and love, and some that you not so love, at Disney Parks to find out which one is the most spectacular. And today we're starting off with a real bang, happily ever after. Okay, let's grab some fiery facts and some toasty drinks, and we'll be right back. Ready to begin, let the wonder take hold, feel it draw you in, watch the moment unfold, spark a dream that we're meant to follow. Setting out for a new tomorrow. Every step we take brings a new hope, a new day. Hey, Ryan, dear. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Adrian. Are you excited for Podmas? I'm so excited for Podmas. Well, you. I, I didn't know that there was such a thing as Podmas. Until... I think I made it up. I think it was called Blogmas, and it's on YouTube. And ah. I just decided to, you know, pivot, and now we have Podmas. <laughs> it's a good pivot. It's a good pivot. A, um, a lot of people, a fun holiday fact, a lot of people don't know this, but you were born on Christmas Eve. I'm a Christmas baby. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I'm pretty jealous of that. Yeah, yeah. There's um, lots to be jealous Your of. Your parents like, didn't want to uh, name you something Christmassy? Yeah, well, they were gonna go with Christ, uh, but it just it fell. It fell through. Yeah, that might have been like a little over the top, but um... yeah, yeah, they 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 gave up on that. Yeah. One. Um. So we need some holiday. I think my Jewish grandmother had a problem with it. I'm not. I'm not positive, but I think that's probably. What it was. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. All right. So we need some holiday cheer. Are you ready to start drinking? Oh, I've I've been ready. I don't know why this is taking us so long to start drinking, Yeah, but um, I'm ready. Today we're going to be drinking, because talking about nighttime shows, bright Christmas margaritas. Instead Ooh, of white right. Christmas. They okay. look kind of like snowballs. Really cool. Um, all you need is uh, one can of unsweetened coconut milk, 12 ounces of tequila, 8 ounces of triple sec. This is making it for a party for a whole bunch of people. Um, uh, or just me and yeah. together. <laughs> uh, a quarter yeah. cup. A party of two. Two people. Party of two. Party coming of two. Through, baby. Margaritas for the tape. A quarter cup of lime juice. Four cups of ice. And then you need some lime wedges and sanding sugar and lime slices and cranberries for the garnish. 
And what you're going to do is combine the coconut milk, tequila, triple sec, lime juice, and ice in a blender. Blend until smooth. Rim the glasses with the lime wedge and dip in the sanding sugar and pour into a mug. That's our, our container of choice. And garnish with some lime and cranberries. Happy holidays. This is delicious. I, I did not uh, I did not think that like mixing coconut into this would be good. It's it's delicious. It's amazing, it's right? It's like it's sort of like you're having Christmas in Florida. That that's that's exactly what we're doing all month that's long. That's what we're doing. So uh, it's pretty fitting. So I am drinking Absolutely. out of my Merry and Bright mug, which I will be drinking out of all Podmas long, unless I find a really good like Disney Christmas mug when I go down Ooh. there to report live for our podcast, which we'll be having some segments down there, which is exciting. Very People exciting. People should look forward to that. Absolutely. What are you the drinking joys out of? of technology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm drinking out of my uh my my Mickey Mouse with his Santa hat on mug. Oh okay, classic. Yeah. Like old old classic. Yeah. So are yeah. you excited to talk about the nighttime spectaculars? What are your thoughts and feelings on them? I'm excited to talk to you about the nighttime spectaculars because I know that they bring you such extreme joy and love. I really love them to death. Yeah, I. Uh, look at them as the opportunity to go on rides with doubt anyway. Mm. So I'm I'm not a I'm not a stickler for like I will never ever like go line up early to get a good seat or anything oh, like that. Oh, I don't either. Um, Every seat's a good and, seat. It's in the sky. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but like I won't even do that. Like I will watch it with like you know a, a pole and a toddler on their on the mm-hmm. parents' shoulders in front of me. Yeah, and which is always uh, the case, you know. There's always yeah. a toddler up there. Um, so you're saying you wouldn't like miss a ride on Space Mountain for a nighttime show. So I'm telling you that the exact situation of the park is closing. I can either go on Space Mountain or watch ha- Happily Ever After for the first and only opportunity of a time. And I chose Space Mountain. Wow. And my you've been on a million my- times, but. You're a big my whole space- family chose Happily Ever After, and I soloed it on Space... Actually, I didn't solo. Uh, my middle brother came with me, okay. and we did Space Mountain. And uh, at the end of the day, I like, I was wishing that I got to do both. I know that uh, that Happily Ever After is, is, a, is an excellent show. You know, we're going to get into it, and in, in, we're going to go deep right on Right now, it today, we're going to get into it, yeah. Um, and you know, and I've since seen it, um, you know, in 4k, uh, but, um, I caught the very, very beginning of it and the very, very end of it, um, live from a shit angle off way off to the side. And I wish that we could have done both, but that would have been the only, I I would not have gotten to go on space mountain and it would not have felt like a Disney trip without that. Yeah, that's a big ride oh. for you. That's a huge, huge ride for me. Yeah, so. you can't miss that one. That's like, I guess that I would equate that to missing like Splash Mountain or Tower of Terror for me. Yeah, I'm like way, way more so with those with uh, with with space than either of those. I've gone to Disney like so many times and not done Splash because it's either too cold in Disneyland or it's been closed like you know because it goes through refurbishment periods uh, quite often because it's a water ride and they they need update upkeeping and everything uh so you know it's yeah it is what it is but I wish that I had gotten the chance to see it live um and it does it is beautiful and awesome 
but uh but it 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 doesn't hold a candle to other offerings at the park as far as i'm concerned so See, to me it's such an important part of the day yeah the kiss goodnight right well yeah they have that also but <laughs> that's an actual thing but it is like it is like a i don't know like it's it's how I want to leave the park. It's, it's the last thing I want to do. Yeah. And I think that um, it doesn't feel like if someone was like, we should go or like, let's go on a ride. I, I, I would choose the spectacular over the ride. Sure. Yeah. Because I feel also too, like I go, I've been on these rides hundreds of times, but I've also seen oh, these shows for, for sure. hundreds of times. I think times. it also depends on the ride. You know, like if I had ridden Space Mountain earlier that day, um, and and it wouldn't have been like the last opportunity if we had been if we were going to come back to the magic kingdom on a park park a park hopper or something like that then you know i wouldn't i wouldn't have skipped it but it was the only opportunity to do it and uh, you know you can only fit so much into one hour so it is you do kind of wish you could clone yourself sometimes because there's always so much simultaneously going on like sure and that it's I even specifically with the parties that I, I love all the, the, um, the Christmas party and the uh, Halloween party, there's so much going on simultaneously. And I use that as a park ticket day where I'm like going on the ride. So most of the times when I'm doing that, if I use it as a park ticket day, I forgo the shows for the rides, but never the fireworks show. That's the one thing that I always make sure I'm there for, because like the term, I think that they are, spectacular and i think nobody does them like disney and i'm excited to talk about them today for sure and they like they they do them so much better than any other thing i mean like maybe the olympics i guess the olympics kind of beat them out but that's, <laughs> yeah the that's olympics might have it. a my yeah i mean <laughs> that's true <laughs> but even still like yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean the olympics don't have the nostalgia that this motherfucker got so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's as memorable. Like, and there's so much work that years of work that goes into this, but I'm sure there's a lot of work that goes into that too. Um, so just before we get into happily ever after, um, I wanted to say a little bit of history about the nighttime spectaculars. At every Disney theme park in the world, guests expect some sort of fireworks show to end the evening. Disneyland had opened in 1955 and added a nighttime fireworks display by the summer of. 56. So it was only open for a year before they decided we need fireworks in the day. When Magic Kingdom debu- debuted in 1971, it featured Fantasy in the Sky, uh, which ran for 32 years. That's crazy. And yeah. um, the park has always had a fireworks show since its beginning. Do you remember Fantasy in the Sky? I do, yeah. Yeah, um, that's the one of my childhood where I first was like, wow, this is this is insane. This is That was the original like Tinkerbell flying over your head and all that, right? Um, I guess. I mean, I feel like that was Wishes. I think that started with Wishes. I think I think it's from earlier. Oh, maybe. I, I, I remember when I saw it with Wishes, I thought it was like a new thing, but I, I could be wrong on that. Um, yeah, so Happily Ever After is the third iteration, the, the, it's, which is hard to believe. We're going into, you know, 50 years of, of Disney World and there's just three fireworks shows. They stay mm. for a very long time. Which is in comparison to Fantasy in the Skies had a short little short run. Yeah. And I thought that was I thought Wishes was great. So I was one of those people where when I heard it was gonna be replaced by Happily Ever After, which we knew was coming, Wishes was getting kind of outdated, I was pretty bummed out. I really loved Wishes. 
Do you have any feelings on wishes? No. No? Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Happily Ever After. Then. Let's just get right into that. Uh, Happily Ever After is a fireworks and projection mapping show which debuted at the Magic Kingdom on May 12, 2017, replacing Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams, making it the third fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. The story, according to Disney, is, quote, it begins with scenes of fantastic dreams full of hope, wonder, magic, and light. Disney villains soon become a part of the story, attempting to squash those beautiful dreams and forcing the heroes to fight for what they believe in. Overcoming their fears, the heroes triumph and are celebrated with spectacular fireworks. Um, I love that main song. I love that Happily Ever After song that we heard when we at the intro of the show. I think that was a great song, and I think that one has legs. I think it's going to be a favorite song for a while. Um, just before we get into drinking this show... I'm going to tell you some of the things that I love, particularly about the show. They have one of my favorite songs in the show out there from Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is an often overlooked Disney movie. And I'm, I think it's one of the best parts of the show. Um, they have a lot of like often overlooked parts to yeah. this, you know, like like some <laughs> some movies that like do not get their their day in the sun finally get their day in the sun here, which is nice, you know, like yeah, Tarzan sure. and Mulan and yeah. I thought they really knew how to like get after your heart when they did the part where they played you'll be in my heart and they showed all like the mommy Disney mommy and daddy characters with their babies. Like it's really touching. I love that part. Gets you right in the feels. Um, I like that they use fireworks to represent cannons or explosions in the darker scenes. I feel like it actually makes it seem like the fireworks are aiding the story. I thought that was super clever. The only thing I don't love about this show, and this is a uh, isn't something that I don't think Disney would really care about, but I don't think this show is um, he's, it's only good to watch in its specific location because if you're missing the projection mapping, it kind of you kind of lose a lot of it. And I like to sometimes watch the fireworks from outside the park. I like to watch from the Seven Seas Lagoon from the beaches on, on the Polynesian. And I feel like with a show that's heavy on projection mapping, you, it's just sporadic bursts of fireworks. It doesn't, it doesn't go well with that type of viewing. It's one of those viewings where you really have to be in the hub or somewhere down main street. I got to buy the ticket. If you want to take the ride, my dear. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of times where you got a free firework. You could, you could go totally. to Polynesian for the night and get a free firework show. We used to go, free night uh, out. we used to go get dining reservations at the top of the contemporary in, mm -hmm. uh, in the California grill, which yeah. is an excellent restaurant uh, on the top of the contemporary. And it has uh, amazing viewing of, uh, of, of the fireworks show. And I mean, you you can see the castle really well from up there, but you're you're really far away. You can't like make out the detail of any kind of the projections. You know, you just see like yeah. all the color changes. Um, and uh, I totally recommend seeing it from there still, though, because it's like a really awesome meal and uh, and I love pretty those experiences viewing. like where they turned out like they literally pumped the music through mm -hmm. the restaurants. Totally, they, they turned do out that the lights. Also yeah uh, that's, at, that's at the contemporary there's a big balcony and they let you out onto the balcony mm -hmm. to watch it yeah and you could even like have lunch at california grill and they'll give you a piece of paper to come back and watch from that balcony later in the night totally that's a good thing to keep in mind and yeah there's a, even but if you don't narcoses at 
uh, Grand Floridian, you don't have to eat there to like literally stand right on that on their their like sort of it's ground level balcony and watch fireworks from there. Mm-hmm. But um, I still think the beaches of the Polynesian is one of the like it seems like everybody comes out together onto the beach and the music is pumping. It's I, I enjoy that experience. Yeah, I, one of my um, dreams is to uh, is to be able to rent one of those uh those luxury bungalows those, uh, luxury bungalows and watch from a hot tub my own personal that, hot tub. i mean that the, i agree it's one of my dreams too yeah. people want to stay in the castle but i think that that's better than staying in the castle yeah the castle's creepy man like nobody's there except for like the <laughs> nobody's <junior>. there <laughs> yeah it's true um all right so are you ready to drink this show oh i've been i've been born ready to drink this show okay well we want everyone to play along at home no matter what you're drinking uh, as long as you do it responsibly. But this is like uh, this just, is sort of like our our regular our regular game, right? Yeah, I mean, we we used to drink that ride. We had a rating system. We're doing it. We changed up the rating system to make it um, compatible with shows. I'll go over the categories. You, you, but you didn't want to try to rate it on the thrill level. <laughs> no, or, or the length of the ride. <laughs> um, no, that didn't work. So um, it's a drink the difference game, same as we normally play. We're going to rank the show through a series of rounds and drinks that, and uh, through the series of rounds and drink the point difference that we give each of them. For example, if a category is worth five points and you give it three, you drink two, two sips or two seconds. The shittier the show, it sounds like Ryan thinks they all are, the drunker you get. I'm going to get drunk. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Uh, The technical rounds in this, in this, iteration of the game are viewing location for five points length of show for five points soundtrack that's all the music for five points accompaniments that's pyrotechnics projections stunts live action elements that's 10 points and then we move into our um our feels category a lot of these shows bring in the disney feels we're calling it so that's going to be 25 points so just like with the rides we've got 50 points up for grabs we're going to do all these disney shows throughout the month and see which one you know is the most drinkable all the florida shows i think that's what we're gonna do during pod florida shows yeah we'll get into some world of color and all that kind of stuff oh yeah uh, you know as as the uh as the the months tick by but but for right now, I think for uh, Podmas, we'll do the Florida shows. Yeah. All right, so let's start with the technical category. Um, something that, like you said, requires either people to line up ahead of time or quickly get there when they hear the the show will start in five minutes. That's the viewing location. So, how badly do you judge those motherfuckers that are out there three hours early, like set? Yeah, I. I often wonder if they're locals predominantly, but sometimes it just seems like a family, like in matching shirts. And I'm like, no, these people are like, we need to sit on the curb. Yeah. Like they always find that like curb to sit on. And you're like, is that even comfortable? And you're not going to be able to see it when everything, but starts packing in. I, I do some, some real serious judging. Yeah. And I feel like they're always like a little bit like pompous. They're a little bit like, um, this must, you know, pop. like they, don't stand in front of me. I've been sitting here for three hours. Like, that's your problem. I was riding Pirates of the Caribbean while you were sitting there for three hours. Like, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can, like, so always, like, one... get them to come away. You just, like, take a turkey leg and dangle it in front of the dad. And you're just like, you know, come here, buddy. Come here. And then you take their spot. If you go to watch a nighttime show, do you, like, is food important to you? Like, what you're eating during it? Uh, 
No. I mean, like, I'd probably grab a snack, like, going to, I don't know, like, join the group of people that are already waiting for it. And it'd probably be like I a usually Mickey have bar, a snack. Probably like a Mickey ice cream bar. Yeah, I'm ready for a snack at the time. It's usually popcorn because I'm someone that loves the popcorn buff gets in the refillable popcorn. When we get to the other shows, I have different. Each one of them seems to have like a sort of a different sort of snack combination. For this particular one, I like popcorn and I'm like always dying for like a, a, a fountain soda at that time. So I, it's kind of like watching a movie for me, how I react to this one. I need like a fountain soda and some popcorn. Maybe an ice cream if it's like hard, if it's hot out or something. So, um, again, the viewing location. This is what I was talking about before. You have to to really experience the show in where you understand the story and you're getting your bang for your buck. You have to either be in the castle hub or you have to be down up and down Main Street, uh, and it means you're standing unless you're sitting on the curb. And usually, after a long day at Disney, the last thing I want to do is now like stand. No. For, no, no, I'm not into it. You don't want to sit and watch. The I don't. Show. I don't. I, I. I don't. I want to rent a rascal and to have like my perfect sitting position that is in the ADA zone, where I have good view. And yeah, I. I'm. I'm like not into standing around after at the end of the Disney day. I just walked 13 miles. I don't need to like stand in place. And just feel my feet get worse and worse over the course right, of the so we're, say we're agreeing. That's oh, yeah, yeah, we agree. Totally. Yeah, it's like uh, there's something even standing in place actually makes your feet hurt even more than when you're I moving. I need a goal. I need a goal. I need to get there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's awful. Because yeah. it's like at that point, you're kind of like doing that thing where you like stand on one foot for a minute, stand on the other foot for a minute. You're kind of like torture. You know, hopping. It's torture at that point. Yeah, it's hard to concentrate when you're, like, thinking about your toes bleeding and then, like, thinking about, oh, I wish I was back in the hotel room with my feet up or my, you know, my feet in the pool or Man, something. Man, that's a glorious feeling at the end of a Disney day. Yeah, but then, like, when you get out of bed to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, like, you put your feet on the ground and it's like you can't walk. Remember that big fountain soda that you got? Just keep the cup. Good. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. So what do you think about this viewing location? It is very magical. You're in front of the castle. It's not like you're looking at, you know, a big empty body of water. And in the holiday months, those trees surrounding the castle all have those sparkle, um, like what's going on right now, those sparkly uh, lights in them. It's very pretty. I think that it is is very pretty, um, but it is, you know, we were talking about it pretty recently. Um, you know, the difference between... Uh, the Disney viewing locations for their like spectaculars and some of the other parks like universal mm -hmm. and, and stuff. And Disney's parks um, are very specific in like the, the viewing orientation uh, with, with the exception being Epcot that kind of lets you be a little bit more mosey around or whatever. Um, but MGM uh, their nighttime spectacular is like very specifically oriented and then Fantasmic is, you know, essentially a theater show. Uh, same thing with, with this. Like, you have to be, like you just said, you have to be kind of, like, in that one area. You can't be off to the sides. You can't see anything from behind the castle. Uh, it makes yeah. everybody corral into this one thing. I wonder, like, what the next couple years look like for these types of shows where socially distancing is, is probably going to be, like, part of our uh our regular life Culture. you know even once vaccines yeah. come into play i don't know that everybody's going to be 
very comfortable just like ponying up next to you know some dude in a mullet so um i I think that uh although that viewpoint walking down main street and looking at the castle is you know it brings joy to my and everybody else's hearts and seeing a show that's based on that view is incredible uh i kind of hate the way that it's set up and if you're going to set something up like that like put make it so that there's seats and stuff that you you have like a designation to i guess more like phantasmic uh or rivers of light so yeah i i'm i kind of hate the viewing location for this other the only the, it's oh, only saving um, grace I'm to right me there is, with you, buddy. is that it's like you know beautiful and the castle is amazing it's beautiful and the castle is amazing but this used to be the location like heard round the heard round the seven seas lagoon like i said earlier that part makes me deduct the point um it's so crowded in that area at that time of night that it almost there's almost like a part of me that's like i almost have this feeling as someone who loves nighttime spectaculars where i'm like oh do i want to go near this freaking crowd like i i have that thought i'm always like go you love this this shit go but like this is the one show where i have that feeling where i'm like there's a little bit of dress like you know you've seen it so it's not like it's nothing new and although it's going to add to your like love of the day uh, it's also going to be like there's going to be moments of like real frustration involved with it. So it's going to be dreadful. So out of a possible five points, what do you give this viewing? Oh, I'm coming in with two. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with three. I was a two and a half, yeah. but uh, try goes to the show. Yeah, I was I was thinking so about cheers. going up to two and a half, and I I just said that you know if there's one for me, I think that within this show, if there's one place where it it uh, does not do well, it's here. So. Um, might as well tell it how I really feel about it. Drink Cheers. three, Rye. I'll drink two. Coconutarita. Okay. I love margaritas. Okay, the um, next category. We used to do length of ride on the ride shows. This is length of show. This show for me hits the sweet spot. 18 minutes long. I feel like a show should be around the 15 minute mark. Uh, this goes uh, three minutes over, but there's never any um, there's never any boring part. And there's other shows where I could pick, where I could say that could have been cut, that could have been edited, that like I feel like they edited this show correctly, um, and uh, for that reason, I think the length of the show is pretty perfect. I would have loved it at 15 minutes, like shave off about three. So for that reason, I'm going to deduct a point, but I'm going to come in at a four for length of show because I think it's pretty perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm at like a 3.5, so I'm also going to give it a four. Um, I agree with what you just said. Um, I mean, we had to watch to in, pre- in preparation for this, this you know, this podmas. We've had to watch these spectaculars again and really like, you know, study them. And I think that there's some where you're kind of like, you see the time on the show, and you're kind of like, "This is a long yeah, all show." Yeah, Adrian. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. There's parts of it that are great, um, and you you obviously you lose so much by not being there and feeling the the warmth and love of the crowd and stuff. Yeah, yeah the, feels. the feels the feels are harder to come by. Uh, you know, doing it remotely. Just, you know, just like everything else in our, in our modern COVID life. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm with you with four. Like I said, it was like a three and a half 
uh, tie goes to the ride or tie goes to the show. So I'm coming up to a four. We each drink uno. One. Chaz. I think that's pretty good. Are you recording these scores, right? Oh, you know it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Our next category, which is a big one. I mean, this can make or break a show. We're talking about the music, the soundtrack, uh, a little bit of a little bit about this show. In addition to the over eighteen, over eighteen in less eighteen minutes, Disney songs. The music also includes a theme song adapted from Hong Kong Disneyland's tenth anniversary celebration. That was the happily ever after song we played. Oh, I didn't know that it was adapted from uh, Hong Kong. That's cool. Yeah, it was adapted. They actually, it was even, it was adapted from their 10th anniversary celebration. And then it was actually put to a show. And now it, it became the uh, the adaption for this, um, for Happily Ever After. Song is performed by Angie Keelhauer and Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher is a big, the Disney people love Jordan Fisher. Me too. He's dreaming. I mean, he's great. They they sing so well in that song, and Jordan Fisher does like he has so much emotion in what he's singing. I feel like he's the perfect choice. Like he looks like he's excited when he's singing. I think he does a really good job. Um, before we vote, I want to ask you a question, Ryan. I want everyone to play at home. I'm going to give you a list of four songs in rapid fire. I want you to tell me which song is not a part of Happily Ever After's. 18 songs. All right. This Here are the four like, songs. You at home are going to have a way better chance than me in the studio because you could say well, that's good. anything right now. And I'd be like, number three. Beat the host. <laughs> All right. Is it A Whole New World? Which song is not in the show? A Whole New World. Part of your world. What's that? Part yeah. of your world? Sing it. From Little Mermaid? Okay, that one, okay. You've got a friend in me. Or that's what friends are for. Uh, I don't think you got a friend in me is in it. I think they do something else. Because the Toy Story thing is just like quick blip. And I don't think it's that song. Are you sure? I already told you I was going to pick number three. <laughs> oh no that song is very much in it and it's a very important part you've got a friend in me is in it as well as that's what friends are for but not the song that's what friends are for it's the one from the jungle book that's what friends are for uh part of your world is also in it the song that is not in it is a whole new world oh they saved that for the other show huh yeah so drink five can't wait <laughs> A Whole New World seems like the most obvious song they've put in everything, but they didn't put in this. All right, so uh, soundtrack. We only gave it its five points. I think it I think it gets all five points. Personally, for me, the Disney songs are great, and I really love the Happily Ever After song. So I'm giving it a five, and I'm going to drink one to the composers. Ryan, what do you give it? I don't know. I do like I do like the, <laughs> the theme song. Um. But they're like the score in total. Like I, I like the villain portion. That like really does it. Like really amps up the yeah. the the thing. But something's lacking. Yeah, for you? I mean, like, I guess it's like a three and a half again. We're gonna go four. 
So okay. you are five? I was five. Yeah. Um, our final technical category, this is a big one. We're calling this accompaniments because that would include pyrotechnics, projections, stunts, live action elements. This is worth 10 points. Um, for this show, it's no secret that Disney has de-emphasized the fireworks and happily ever after as in comparison to wishes. Um, they prioritize digital mapping on Cinderella's castle. They had the opportunity. They, someone's, they were deciding what to do and they were like, look, nighttime shows don't have to be all fireworks. There's other cool technological things we can do. And this is what they came out. This is the most technologically advanced projection mapping display in Disney parks history. Um, the other cool sort of live action element, Tinkerbell still flies from the top of the castle all the way um, over the top, over the park and into like Tomorrowland uh, is where she lands. And fun fact, a lot of times she is not a, she is not a she, she's a he. Well, we, we don't assign gender roles in this show, so. Well, that's true. She is a, yes. they are a they. They are Tinkerbell. Sorry. And they fly. They are Tinkerbell. I clapped because I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so for me personally, I am a little more prone. I, maybe I'm old. I feel like this might be where my old school is showing. I want more fireworks. <laughs> um, I love the projection mapping. It, it's sometimes astonishing, especially even now during the holidays, the way they're doing these like things to transform the look of the, the projection mapping that transforms the look of the castle. Like it is it is crisp and, you know, very sort of, you're just kind of like, how do they do that? Even though you know what it is. Um, but I like more fireworks. I, I, I want my head to be in the sky, not just like watching, you know, like blue dance on the castle. Um, so in that sense, this category is not a 10 for me. Uh, I think it comes in around, probably around like a seven. seven. Yeah, this is where we differ because I am a sucker for projection mapping, and and <laughs> oh, this good. is done extremely well. Um, mm. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love. It. Okay. All right, you're ten. All right, cheers. You're gonna drink one to the uh, producers. I'm gonna drink three. Now, where do we stand at the end of these technical categories? It's 25 points up for grabs for Happily Ever After. This is what people would assume would be the the flagship show. This is insane. Because out of the technical, out of 25 points, you've scored it a 19. And I've scored it a fucking okay. 20. How did this even happen? <laughs> well, you gave it a 10. You, gave, it you said it's perfect, it's perfect in its company. I, I actually do think that it's perfect. You don't think there's way. enough? Like that, that, as you said earlier, that the fireworks are used as like punctuation for cannons and they, they are really used to tell like yeah. stories within the show uh, that and the lasers. Yeah. And like, I really like the lighting effects uh, off to the sides that are picking up the smoke from the fireworks. I think that they're done like extremely mm -hmm. well, especially during certain portions of the show. Um, I, I, I really do think that it's technological setup for its uh, accompaniments is like so spot on um okay so you're ahead of me you i like, I like show. to show more than you think this show technically is more te adrian technically but, i like to show more than you so well we've always said this though like 
it here's the difference between the technical category and the emotional category in this sense because we're calling it this the Disney feels is that something can be technically great and you could be higher than me right now but then when we go into the Disney feels category I'm feeling like I'm going to blow you out of the water here because that's why yeah, I probably. go to these shows that's what they give me so we so that is the technical categories we're at 19 and 20 for how well we think this show is doing now we're going into the disney fields there's a reason why people keep coming back to these parks there's a reason why i'm a woman in my late 30s early 40s or however old i am uh i'm becoming and that i still go and it's because disney knows how to hit me right in the heart and these shows are the cherry on top of that cake and they know how to do it correctly so we're gonna put 25 points up for grabs on happily ever after how do you disney feel about it ryan so you gotta you gotta give me some information because okay the fab five don't appear and no they don't in my big show which i consider the kiss goodnight i know that like there's technically like an announcer guy that comes on and says hey this is go to the gates it's your fucking goodbye uh, but like this is the kiss good night, you know. Like like Walt, Walt always said. I don't think that it was kiss good night. I think that is a kick you out on your ass. Walt, Walt always said that like like the the reason that they did a fireworks show, you know, from year two on, is that he thinks that you know your special day should end in a special way, and that being like you know this right a show, you know, like a a happening should occur. Right. And so obviously this is the big happening. Yeah. Uh, like how do you not? have me hang out with like my my fab five at all like you know even if they were just there for a brief moment at the beginning or the end the very end like have mickey like wave to me from the top and say hey you know like whatever uh, i'm i'm missing that it's valid it's a valid point i i um i don't know if it's needed to get me in the disney i mean fields, like but i i see you point. know what's not needed to get me in the disney fields fucking tarzan Um, I think that, um, but I think that all those movies have elements that are, that get you in the Disney feels. And I feel like that was very perfect for the friendship portion of that. Yeah. Of that show, which is like twice, I think. Um, And and like, I I, I mean, I do like think that, um, uh, representation like of some of these movies that are, or maybe somebody they're look, they're obviously, they're somebody's favorite. But, but maybe just not mine. Sure. There's a new generation of people that are into. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I love that Green gets you know like a whole set piece. You know, like that's that's yeah, great. Does. And and Hunchback gets a whole set piece. Yeah. Uh. But like, they're not gonna like get me in the feels. So I'm gonna go. Okay. Um. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I would love you to go first because I have thoughts. Okay. I'm going to come in at a 17. Okay. Yeah. So we're definitely different because I'm, that's way yeah. under where I'm coming. Um, so uh, I feel like you would probably think that wishes would get you more than Disney feels because like Jiminy Cricket is totally. the host of that one. And it's a little bit more like uh, it's, it's a little bit more old school Disney um, centered. 
Whereas now it's like, there's a lot of, you know, Brave, there's Frozen, there's, you know, all these other um, Princess and the Frog. There's a, Tangled is featured here. There's a lot of newer um, uh, movies that were not maybe our generation isn't emotionally attached to. Which I think, I think it's great. I mean, like, don't um, get me wrong. I do think that it's great. And look, I mean, their target market is not, uh, you know, <laughs> older, uh, older park fans, you know, like older. It's, it's, but uh, yeah. But at the same time, like, I wish that uh, if you're going to have some, have all, I guess, you know, invite every everybody from the class. Okay, yeah. dude, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, and I think that that's valid. And I think that what the very first time I saw this show, it didn't get me in the Disney feels. I remember, like I said, I remember being like, oh, I didn't know it was so much projection mapping. Like, I wanted more. I wanted more fireworks. I wanted, I wanted more like there's something about the fireworks that makes you feel like, oh, like I feel like I get more of that oh, feeling, that gasp, and that contributes to me feeling things. It's physically making me gasp for more air, and I don't feel like I'm getting that with um, projection shows. And I feel like they do it, whether they're doing it on uh, projecting onto water, where they're projecting onto um, castles or you know anything they're doing it a lot so it's it's feeling a little I, diluted to me i, I do However, have to say about um, about the feels yeah. that when i came back to my family after riding space mountain instead of doing happily ever after and met up with them uh mm-hmm. my dad uh looked like he had been crying and i don't know if he had been crying mm-hmm. or not but he was said this this was a very good show that was the best show i've ever seen and Oh, Mr. Beaver. We didn't talk about the tears because we don't talk about that in my family. But there was <laughs> right. like the remnants of uh, a teary-eyed Davy in, <laughs> in, 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 adorable. in the hub. It's really so. adorable. Super cute. Um, yeah, I think that I think he's not alone. <laughs> and so he shouldn't be, he shouldn't feel uh, weird about that because I think there's many, many people that feel that way. I cry a lot at Disney. I'm crying constantly. I go there to cry. Um, so, uh, but this show so started out not getting me, and the more I saw it, and the more I got attached to that happily ever after song, and just even listening to the narration, I feel like the first time you see a show, you can't. It's hard to take it all in. There's so much, and I think it's layered that way so that you could see it again and you feel like there's more, and you're not always feeling like it's you're you know it so well, um, and. I've gotten very emotionally attached to it and uh, it gets me. And hearing that song play at the end of the show, when I'm like, you know, when it's over, it gets me in the, it gets me in the Disney feels. So uh, though it's, there's others that do it better and have done it better. um, I'm going to give this one a 22 in Disney feels. All right. You want to know how we ended up? How did it end up? The first show that we are the show of shows. Drank, I want to know. Uh, I scored it a total of thirty-seven out of fifty. You scored it a total of forty-nine out of uh, forty-one out of fifty, giving it a total of uh, total average of thirty-nine out of fifty points. So, I think people would think that was wild that it scored uh, so low. Fuck them. <laughs> I think that I think most people would be giving it you know tens across the board, but. I think we are, you know, we're, we're drinking <laughs> and we're also, um, 
We're also I'm not you know, an really apologist. Thinking about these things, so they can they they can they can write you're not into a write our Gmail at drunkdistry.gmail.com and tell us their true feelings <laughs> about it, because I think that we did a very good job, and I think that it 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 belongs right there at thirty nine points. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm interested to see where the other ones come in. Um, Ryan, would you stay at the park until your feet are bleeding? I mean, I'd stay at the show. park until my feet are bleeding anyway. So yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, mean, you're I'm you're there, there from dawn to dusk. <laughs> I 100% would. I'm devastated if I don't get to. So that is a yes from me. And that is our happy Podmas. show. Unless you want to say how, unless you want to say how drunk. drunk you are. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a character in mind, but I'd say like I'm as drunk as like the Fourth of July. Oh, fireworks. okay. I think I'm, I'm probably I'm drunk enough to do the zip line that Tink is on and maybe wear a dress while doing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm drink like I've looked at my cup and I think I've just been talking a lot and as I, we've been going and the cup is very low. So I might not have been drinking so much of Happily Ever After, but I have been drinking to the holidays and we are so happy to spend it with all of you. We hope you tune in all month long because these special episodes won't go on forever. This is Podmas. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some holiday cheer and um in a couple weeks we're going to even be in the parks and we're going to report to you live from there so keep uh keep tuned for that the drunk ride presented by drunk distory is available every wednesday on apple Podcasts, spotify and wherever else podcasts are available the show is free but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing giving us a five-star rating and review or just telling a disney parks loving friend to listen that really helps us out like ryan mentioned email us questions or shout outs at drunk at gmail.com uh, please follow our Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at Drunk Distry. As always, thank you for drinking these rides with us. Happy holidays, everyone. to share it all.